the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Another tragic mass shooting dominated the news cycle this week. We're going to get to that, uh, talk a little bit about that. But we have to focus our attention right now on another matter that is uh, a, a war is waging in Congress between the Senate and the House over one of the most important issues of this decade, I would say. I, I don't think I'm being... Uh, hyperbolic, Greg, in saying that um, immigration. Well, not well, not at all. Ann Coulter says that uh, immigration is the most important issue because it determines all other issues. The Democrats are using mass legal and illegal immigration to stack the voting deck in their favor. So it's going to determine everything that you may believe in. You like the Second Amendment, you're pro-life, you like pro-business, low taxes, whatever, whatever issues you may be concerned about, you will lose those issues with current mass legal and illegal immigration. And we're going to have coming up in our next segment, Rosemary Jenks from Numbers USA, when that's one of the leading pro-American, pro-American worker immigration organizations. And when she's telling them what's going on, and we're recording Thursday, and the Senate is, being, is voting on things on Thursday, so we don't know what the outcome of those votes are going to be. But incredibly, there's a bill the Democrats and some Republicans are proposing to give amnesty to illegal immigrants who have not yet arrived here. I don't think we can talk about this too much uh, because you, they're, they're, we're going to we're going to get a uh, report from Rosemary Jenks of NumbersUSA.com about what this is. But we want to set it up. They call it setting the table here on the Unite IE radio show. Uh, welcome back. It is uh, every week uh, between at, between four and five and sometimes at eight. The Unite IE radio show where we talk about the issues that that are most relevant for the most important political office in the United States, that of private citizen. And uh, immigration is the issue that got Donald Trump elected. It is the issue that could potentially get him unelected. It is the issue that could potentially turn the majority in the Senate and Congress in the midterms of 2018 uh, blue if we don't if, if Congress does not get this one right. Absolutely. And there is there is no issue more important or more visceral to the Donald Trump and Republican and conservative base than amnesty for illegal immigrants. And yet, Donald, as you said, Donald Trump won on stopping illegal immigration, building a wall, enforcing our immigration laws. And you don't you be you look at what's happening in Washington right now with the Republicans. We understand what the Democrats want, but with the Republicans and you would never know that. Their goal is amnesty. Their goal is not enforcing our laws and stopping illegal immigration. Their goal is amnesty. And their goal is amnesty with 
without giving any concessions uh, such as border wall funding, such as ending chain migration, such as ending the visa lottery program, um, or even modifying these programs uh, as they are within the Goodlatte bill. Right. And we've talked about last week, and we may talk again, is that even Donald Trump's proposal is seriously inadequate and would not accomplish the stated goals. Because for a variety of reasons, I've written a piece, 16 reasons why it's a bad idea. And you can see that on uh, net, as, as well as many other places. And we don't have time to go through all 16 reasons, but even that was not sufficient to, to accomplish the goals. And, this, and whatever comes out of Congress is likely to be much worse. And it's just staggering. And I'm going to ask Rosemary Jenks uh, from Numbers USA is what the heck are the Republicans thinking? I understand the Democrats. You know, they're stacking the voting deck in their favor, and they don't care about the effects on Americans of mass immigration. But what the heck are the Republicans thinking, signing their own political death warrants by continuing this policy? Yeah, and the headlines reading Thursday before this uh, vote is going to take place are things like the immigration reform bill that could actually pass. Um, the immigration reform bill that is awaiting uh, the U.S. Senate vote on immigration reform. Bipartisan group reaches a deal on immigration reform. There's a whole bunch of headlines that are coming out of the mainstream media that are that that, that are cheerleading uh, what we're getting ready to hear from Rosemary Jenks of NumbersUSA.com about. And once you hear what she has to say, what Numbers USA is going to reveal to our listeners, you're going to be about as shocked as we were when we first heard about it. We'll be right back after a break from our sponsor for this half hour with Rosemary Jenks of NumbersUSA.com, a website that should be front and center on your computer right now as immigration takes center stage. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And to help us understand and unpack what's going on with immigration and amnesty, we are so pleased to have on the line with us Rosemary Jenk. She is the Director of Governmental Relations with Numbers USA, one of the leading pro-American worker, pro-enforcing our immigration laws organizations. That's numbersusa.com. Great resource. 
Thanks so much for joining us, Rosemary. It's a pleasure to be with you. Now, we're recording this on Thursday, and the Senate is voting on Thursday, so we don't know what the results are going to be. But even, and you know, I'm not surprised by much in politics, but when I saw this idea that the Democrats and the Republican allies wanted to give amnesty to illegal immigrants that have not yet gotten here, that surprised yes. me. It what? Absolutely. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. You got to tell me about this, Rosemary. What, what are they giving away? This is an amendment proposed by Chuck Schumer, Mike Rounds, Susan Collins, and several others uh, from both parties. And what they have done is essentially give amnesty with citizenship to well over 1.8 million uh, illegal aliens, and then they actually say at the very end of the of the proposal that. The Department of Homeland Security can only use its enforcement resources to go after criminal, convicted criminal aliens or aliens who entered illegally or overstayed a visa illegally after June 30th of 2018. So there's essentially a moratorium on enforcement against straight-up illegal aliens who enter any time prior to June 30th of 2018, or are already here. It is insanity. So, so wait a minute. Did I hear you correctly say that they could only go after criminal illegal aliens? Yes. After June, so, after June, they can only go after criminal illegal aliens. Right. So, it, so if they the Ill- go, go ahead. They can go after any criminal illegal aliens anytime, but if you're just an illegal alien who hasn't been convicted of an additional crime, then you cannot be removed if you entered the United States before June 30th of 2018. So this is essentially a total ban on interior enforcement. Once an illegal immigrant is in the country, they're home safe. It applies to the border as well. As long as the alien has stepped foot across the border within the next four months, the Border Patrol would have to let them go. They're not a priority for removal. So wait a minute. Are you telling me that it's quite possible that there could be a flyer, a leaflet drop all over Mexico, Central America, and South America saying if you can get to the United States before June 30th, you're home free? Absolutely. This is an invitation, not just to those countries, to anywhere in the world. Anyone who wants to come here under this plan, as long as they get here before June 30th, they are home free. And of course, after June 30th, they'll all say, well, I was here before June 30th. Right. Yeah. How do yeah. you, yeah. Where's the stamp on your forehead that says that you crossed into the United States before June 30th versus after June 30th? There isn't one. Right. And I mean, just think about this whole idea of the Senate, which is supposed to be making law, is actually writing law to essentially eliminate immigration law altogether. I mean, it is really astonishing that these people have not been laughed out of the Senate. We're talking to Rosemary Jenks. She's Director of Government Relations at Numbers USA. We're catching her on a very quick time frame right before the Senate is ready is getting ready to take a, a vote on a proposed piece of legislation that ultimately will go to the house correct what you're describing is is destined after the senate votes on it then it's destined for the house assuming they pass it 
If they pass a bill, yes, it would then go to the House where presumably it would not pass, one would hope. The president has already said that he opposes this particular uh, proposal. Um, but, you know, the best outcome right now is that nothing passes the Senate. And we will know by the end of today. And, you know, we, we America really needs to hope that nothing passes the Senate today because anything that passes is going to be a huge amnesty and, you know, watered-down enforcement. It's not going to end chain migration. It's not going to end the visa lottery, even if it's the White House plan, because that doesn't end chain migration or the visa lottery for 20 years, 15 to 20 years. Either. And by passing, that requires 60 or a majority? 60 votes. So, okay. So they got to get 60 votes. But they already have eight. As of Thursday morning, they had eight Republicans that were sponsoring this. That's right. Plus 49 Democrats, that takes them to 57. So they would only need to pick up three more Republicans and they would have their 60 votes in the Senate. Rosemary, is there is there a department within Numbers USA that's responsible for taking Republicans out to the woodshed and spanking them? Well, that would be my job, and I would happily do it. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm shocked. Remember, at wh- this, Go ahead. This proposal is coming from Susan Collins' so-called Common Sense Caucus, and, and they're the ones who have been using the talking stick. Right. Sounds more so like they've I, been smoking the talking stick. Well, yeah, but I suggested that maybe they need to use that talking stick for different purposes, like maybe hitting each other. Yeah. You know, some common sense. Yes. Okay. You t- you now you you talk to these Republicans and the, as director of government relations, you have some idea. What, do you have any insight on what are they possibly? I understand the Democrats; they want to stack the voting deck, so they favor mass legal and illegal immigration. That's reprehensible, but I can understand what they want. Like an, like a if a drug dealer is selling illegal drugs, I understand why he's doing that. Why are the Republicans committing political suicide by supporting this type of law? Well, I think there are too many Republicans, particularly in the Senate, um, who basically look at immigration, legal or illegal, as cheap labor. And so when they get in a room with people like Chuck Schumer and uh, Dick Durbin, the Democrats say to them, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll write the bill. And you just sign off on it, so we'll make it bipartisan. And, of course, people like Susan Collins, Mike Rounds, Lamar Alexander don't have any clue what immigration law is or what what they should be looking for in a legislative proposal. And so they just sign their name. They just trust that Schumer and Durbin have told them, you know, what's really in there. I would almost guarantee that Mike Rounds, Lamar Alexander – um, some of the other Republicans on this proposal had no idea that this future amnesty provision was even in there. Wow. And, but, and it, part know, of your job is going to be go- making the rounds to let them know uh, here on Thursday, correct? Oh, we, we have done that. We started that late last night when the proposal came out, and they are well aware and, in fact, uh, had a press conference this morning where Susan Collins said, there was confusion about that provision, and they were they would strive to fix it. We've well, only got you know, a f- there's nothing that can save this. We've only got a few more minutes here with Rosemary Jenks, Director of Government Relations with Numbers USA. You can get a tremendous amount of information from their website, numbersusa.com. 
And in our final... And then also you take action there. So you could, there, once you signed up, it's free to sign up for it. You not only get their information, their emails, but that you can send faxes, emails, so that you can... It's a page from which you can take action, not just receive information. Right. And right now, the immigration issue, the one that is what got Donald Trump elected, the one issue that could get him unelected in 2020, if this doesn't go well, is right now front and center uh, in the debate, correct? Absolutely. I mean, this is the issue that determined the presidential election of 2016. It is the issue that could make or break Republican majorities in both the House and the Senate in November. If Republicans get this wrong, there will be serious consequences in the next election. And, you know, the, there should be consequences for every one of these senators who has signed on to this ludicrous proposal. Mm. There should be consequences. Absolutely. We will have all of these votes on our website. They'll be available. So people need to hold their elected officials accountable for votes like this. I mean, this is just so beyond the pale. Right. It's incredible. Rosemary Jenks of Numbers USA needs every one of our listeners to burn up the phone lines right now. So on their website, do your there's a big red flag. Do your senators support giving chain migration to yet another amnesty group? And what we just heard from you earlier uh, is even worse than that about giving uh, this this blanket amnesty to anybody that gets here before June 30th. You can click there uh, where it says see where your senators stand and get more information in our last 30 seconds with you. The Goodlatte bill in the House, is that the dominant uh, thinking in the House of Representatives right now, that structure in the Goodlatte bill? It is. And, you know, the problem we have is that on September 5th, when when the president ended DACA, he said he wants a legislative solution for it. So the House, under Chairman Goodlatte, actually took a responsible approach and said, okay, We'll take the 690,000 illegal aliens who have DACA status right now, and then we will pair that with serious enforcement, mandatory E-Verify, border security, uh, more Border Patrol agents, ending chain migration immediately, not 20 years from now, ending the visa lottery, and make this a serious reform proposal so that we can actually take a step toward an immigration policy that better serves America's interests, while at the same time conceding that the president wants, you know, something done for this DACA population. And what the Good Luck Bill does for them is give them renewable temporary work permits and permission to stay. So it does not give a path to citizenship, unlike every proposal in the Senate right now. Good God. We could carry on this discussion much longer, but I know, Rosemary, that you have things to do, and the Senate's voting today, and you're doing everything you can with your Numbers USA to try to stop this insanity and bring about a pro-American worker, pro-American taxpayer immigration law. So we thank you so much for joining us, and we would just love to have you back anytime, to, because immigration is not going away. Even if the Senate passes something today, that's not going to be the end of the story. So we just want to thank you, and um, uh, for everything now we'll be on our show for everything you're doing for the cause. Well, thank you very much, and I'd be happy to join you again anytime. Great. Bless you, and uh, take them to the woodshed, Rosemary. We will be back. Thank you. We will be back with more on the Unite IE Radio Show after this break. Word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and the conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 01147747, and California Finance Lenders license number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions, MB number 096199. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. We just got done with a... Uh, a very informative segment with Rosemary Jenks from NumbersUSA.com. She's the Director of Government Relations for that organization, NumbersUSA.com. Greg, you, you're familiar with a lot of the uh, immigration organizations. There's the Center for Immigration Studies. There's uh, this one, Numbers USA. There's the Federation for Immigration Reform. I think that's fairus.org. Right. Of those organizations, which one do you think is what you might call the, the, the premier of, of them? In terms of uh, advocacy, Numbers USA, I think, is the best one. Uh, Center for Immigration Studies, does a, they're more on the analysis and research side of it and do very good work. But on the advocacy side, numbersusa.com, I think, is the, is the best one. And certainly one, again, you, you, should, be, you should subscribe to their emails. Uh, you can take action from their webpage in terms of sending faxes, sending emails to your congressional representatives. Because whatever happens in the Senate on Thursday, that's not going to be the end of this. Even if amnesty is defeated this time, it's, never, it's, it's, it's like a zombie. It'll arise from the grave and come back. So uh, Hugh Hewitt, one of our uh, talk show hosts on the uh, Salem Radio Network that is carried here on AM 590 between 3 and 6, has a little song he plays every time Donald Trump tweets. And he plays that little song, and then he reads Donald Trump's tweet. Well, Donald Trump just tweeted. Now, what we heard just heard Rosemary Jenks talk about is a proposed Senate bill that would extend amnesty to anyone that crosses into the United States before June 30th of 2018. We talked about the challenge of knowing whether or not somebody actually crosses into the United States uh, by June 30th. How do you know? How do you know? You know, somebody's inside the United States. They're not stamped. Uh, you know, or tattooed as having entered before a specific date. So somebody comes in August, says, hey, I was here on June 29th. You just don't know. Donald Trump tweets, the Schumer rounds Collins immigration bill would be a total catastrophe. DHS.gov says it would be the end of immigration enforcement in America. It creates a giant amnesty, including a uh, in, including for dangerous criminals, doesn't build the wall, expands chain migration, keeps the visa lottery program, 
And he goes on beyond that into a second uh, tweet that says, continues daily ca- deadly catch and release, bars enforcement even for future illegal immigration uh, immigrants. Voting for this amendment would be a vote against law enforcement and for and a vote for open borders. If Dems are actually serious about DACA, they should support the Grassley bill, which um, I don't know what that is off the top of my head. That's basic. That's basically what Donald Trump's proposal is. Numbers USA opposes it. Um, more importantly, I oppose it. No, but seriously, I mean, it, I mean it's, well, if you oppose there, it, there, I mean, there are, yeah, there are, I mean, there's some good elements on paper. But in any of these immigration thing, proposals, laws, bills, you have to not only look at on paper, but how is it going to be implemented or not implemented or enforced or not enforced in the future. And what you're talking about is the fraud. That's going to apply to any amnesty. Is people, are going to, people will come in with forged documents and say, I qualify for the amnesty. And the bureaucracy full of Democrat apparatchiks will probably rubber stamp them. And even and if they if they're turned down, they'll go sue in court, and that'll be tied up for years. So any amnesty will effectively end immigration enforcement because you'll be tied up in courts in the bureaucracy for years and years and years. All right, we delayed the conversation. I agree totally, Greg. We delayed the conversation on other uh, major issues that have unfolded this week that we want to touch on because they deal with other. Very important policy issues and uh, and issues regarding, uh, you know, just, you know, basic const- the Constitution of the United States. We will get into those, including this uh, horrific event in, Par- in Parkland, Florida, uh, mass shooting at a high school after our break for uh, to hear from one of our sponsors. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We just had a great discussion on immigration with Rosemary Jenks from NumbersUSA.com. I commend that to you and that website to you. But we need to turn our attention to very tragic events this week, Don. And uh, there was another one of these mass shootings. And totally predictably, the, uh, the bodies have not even been picked up yet when the Democrats and mainstream media, but then I repeat myself, attempt to use the event to try to take away the rights of law-abiding Americans to own guns. Very grim scene unfolded in Parkland, uh, Florida this week at a high school as a what, what appears to be a very disturbed uh, young man of 19 uh, who had been posting to Instagram, who the kids that surrounded him knew uh, and joked, in fact, that if there was a, if there was a school shooter, this guy would be it, was known to the students as an individual that had problems, had been removed and kicked out of the school that he actually went in and uh, perpetrated his crime. The teachers and the administrators knew about him, said that if you ever see him in the school with a backpack, make, uh, you know, report him immediately, get him removed. We even now have a report that the FBI um, was alerted to a Nicholas Cruz that showed up on a YouTube video at, in the comments section. Uh, that person, I think, in Mississippi reported this comment uh, that a, a Nicholas Cruz uh, made saying that they wanted to grow up to be a professional school shooter, words to that effect. Uh, the FBI said they could not connect that 
comment to anybody. Uh, of course they can't. Right? Um, but now that's complicating, of course, the FBI. At any rate, there's a number of markers. Uh, one of the things that the sheriff at that uh, in in uh, Broward County said is he, he's not asking necessarily for gun uh, legislation, gun control. He's asking for permission to be able to uh, somehow involve law enforcement in what appears to be a profile of a high-risk individual that's beginning to emerge. Uh, in Washington State, interestingly enough, uh, there's a case that's not getting much media attention, obviously, because everybody's focused on what happened in Parkland, of a grandmother who literally read the diary of her grandchild, uh, was disturbed by the contents, called police, police went to the school, arrested him, and lo and behold, uh, this guy was arming up with bombs and an AK-47 uh, and was potentially going to be another one of these uh, Nicholas Cruises that was going to go operational. So yes, Greg, now cue the mainstream media as they go about trying to... Uh, you know, extend their narrative about gun control. And, you know, for me, this is everything not about gun control. This is about mental health. This is about school safety. You've never seen a mass shooting in a bank. You've never seen a mass shooting in a police station. Why? You've never seen one at a gun show. And you've never seen, I've never even seen a gun accident. Have you ever heard about a gun accident at a gun show? I haven't. I haven't either. Um, and, and interestingly enough, has there ever been a hijacking of a U.S. airliner from our soil since 9-11? There has not been. There hasn't been. Why? There's air marshals, and they have the, uh, the, the cockpit are locked, so they, can't, so they can't succeed that. They know beforehand that they're not going to be able to succeed in that effort. And our, I'm a, now's a good opportunity to, uh, to uh, play our, one of our colleagues on the station, Phil Naiman, who does the Firing Line show, uh, focusing on guns and firearms and safety and firearm rights and so on. He, also, he asked a great question on his show, and let's uh, hear Phil. CNN should ask one of the teachers involved there in Florida this question. While you were hiding from the gunman, Hearing the shots go off, hearing the children cry, hearing the screams. Were you glad your school was a gun-free zone? And were you glad that you personally chose not to carry a firearm? Excellent point. Is that when, first of all, if, if, they, if they're armed, you have a chance of fighting back. And second, if the shooter knows that there are people at the site that are armed, and they're trained and they're prepared to use their firearms to defend the school and the students, are they, is the person more likely to or less likely to attack? Obviously, much less likely. And you've got two situations, one in Sandy Hook and the other in this particular high school where a teacher at Sandy Hook actually sacrificed herself for her students, put her body in between the shooter and students, we have a, a high school football coach who died shielding his students uh, or students that were in the path of this shooter. And I would I would hazard a guess that Aaron Feis, I guess is the pronunci pronunciation of his last name, F-E-I-S, Aaron Feis, 
Um, he had several titles at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, football coach, security guard. Uh, he was even an alumnus, graduated from the school in 1999. Uh, after this mass uh, shooting, you can now add another title of hero. He was one of 17 people uh, killed at the school on Wednesday. And he put himself in between the shooter and his students. And I and I'm gonna only we can only guess at this point because we don't know exactly how things unfolded in that smoke filled hallway that uh, had been uh, uh, the fire alarm had been triggered and students ran into it. He tossed smoke grenades to confuse the students and essentially set up a fish in the barrel kind of a scenario. If that football coach had had a gun. Would he have been able to uh, do something to stop the carnage? Uh, at least there would have been a chance. And if the shooter is now receiving fire, rather than having knowing that no one's shooting at him, it's so much easier when, like you say, he's now shooting fish in a barrel instead of being shot at as well and now having to take cover, take evasive action, and we're worried about getting shot himself. Yeah, I mean, that can make all the difference in the world if people are able to defend themselves. And there's, there's, there's another fact. I want to, you mentioned the Sandy Hook. After that uh, event, the, Dennis Prager wrote this. It says, my stepson is autistic and not capable of attending regular school, much less honors classes and driving a car, things that Adam Lanza, the murderer in Sandy Hook, did. Fully normally. But my stepson is keenly aware of right and wrong and believes that God punishes people who commit evil. If the shooter there in Florida or any of these mass attacks believed in understood right and wrong and believed that God punishes people who do evil, is it more likely or less likely they're going to commit their crimes? Part of the debate that's emerging right now, of course, is in a culture like America, where God and faith played such an instrumental part in the founding of this country, that since 1962, that has been removed, they say, constitutionally. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but nonetheless... The Supreme Court made that, made that up after uh, not coming, up, coming up on 200 years, no less than 200 years at that point, of allowing prayer at public, in schools, and they can still pray in other events. And the U.S. Supreme Court has in God we trust or words of that effect in there, and they start their court session by saying, God save this honorable court. But you can't. But you surely wouldn't want to do that in school, where you might uh, you might influence some uh, impressionable student to believe in God. Well, we don't want that. Yeah. So part of the part of the debate now is by removing that very thing, that moral rudder that is embedded in people like uh, Dennis Prager's. You said his stepson. Yes. That's embedded in his stepson, even though he is more autistic than Adam Lanza. Correct. Are we are are we consigning our culture and our society to uh, more and more of this as a result? The football coach that I just mentioned a little while ago, one of the students that he shielded, put into a closet, made this comment afterwards. He shielded two children from being shot. He took the bullets himself, said Jaylene uh, DaCosta, a student who survived by hiding in a closet with classmates. As I was being escorted out of the building, I had to step over him. 
right then and there, I knew he had to have been dead. You know, and I listened to some of the audio that came out of this students recording, and that's a very big difference of what uh, social media played a much bigger role in this, both in terms of uh, the shooter himself, who had an, a very active Instagram account where he was posting uh, pictures of himself with guns, posting pictures of himself with knives. Students that were caught in the middle of this were recording video on their cell phones. One of the most harrowing pieces of video, and I've watched a lot of harrowing, harrowing video uh, out of the Middle East, um, you know, beheadings of uh, ISIS. To me, this was even more harrowing. Listening to those shots and hearing the students in the hallway scream as some of them, no doubt, were being hit. Some of them were watching others be hit. Um, th there's a lot of healing that's got to go on now as a result of this. And we're getting a much better visual of what actually unfolds in these events than we've ever had before. Yeah. For, I mean, you and I have never been in a situation where we're being shot at. Let alone being shot. And how, you, how anyone would ever react in that situation. As adults, we, we might react entirely. Yeah, look at what the football coach did as an adult. You know, as a child, as a high schooler, as a middle schooler, you're all of a sudden thrust into the situation with no warning whatsoever. Right. And you know, we can only imagine how we ourselves would react to that. But, of course, we can't uh, have no trouble imagining how the Democrats react to any of these situations. And usually it's to propose a law to take away the rights of Americans to own guns that would not have had any effect on the crime in question. And that's the big debate that's uh, unfolding. We'll talk more about what unfolded this week in terms of this horrific uh, attack at a high school, one of the most uh, important places in America is where school kids are being educated, where they it's the epitome of what a safe space should be after a break from, from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show. Schools seem to be dominating the conversation here in this half hour because we talked. We just talked about the uh, heinous, grim scene that unfolded at uh, a Parkland, uh, Florida high school uh, this week. And now we turn our attention to a high school right in our own backyard, Greg. 
uh, someone who's your namesake, <laughs> Gregory Britton, uh, Gregory mm-hmm. Salcedo. He's a high school teacher in uh, the city of uh, Pico Rivera, the school district in Pico Rivera. He's also a city councilman uh, for the city of Pico Rivera. Apparently made a really, really derogatory statement. He was triggered by a student who was wearing a military shirt. I think it said something to do with the Marines on the shirt. This isn't the first time that 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 Gregory Salcedo had said something to this particular student because this student's very proud of their family's involvement in the military. I think he is uh, himself destined to serve in the military. He has, I think, a brother and a father and an uncle who have served in the military. At any rate, Gregory Salcedo was triggered by this. Uh, went on a very uh, on a profanity laced tirade about how only the dumbest of the dumb of Americans serve in the military. It's pretty clear that he views the military. He called them dumb, you know what's as in you know what holes. Right. Yes, excrements. Um, and 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 that's pretty derogatory, especially you know to be. Do you used- think? Yeah, pretty derogatory. Well, uh, folks, uh, the community got. Uh, triggered by Gregory Salcedo's remarks. Uh, hundreds of people showed up at a school board meeting last week, and this week, hundreds of people showed up at a city council meeting. Uh, they literally unloaded on this guy. I don't think that there was anybody. I watched two hours of the video, Greg. I don't think there was anybody that was there in support of him, uh, although I heard that there were some supporters of him there. Um, but that you had uh, person after person, military, uh, retired military, uh, prior students that just unleashed on him. And at the conclusion of it all, from the dais, this was the one of the remarks that Gregory Salcedo made. I don't think it's, it, it's at all um, a revelation to anybody that those who aren't stellar students usually find the military a better option. That's as plain as it that, is that it's Tuesday night. But that's not a criticism of anybody. I don't anything I said it had nothing to do with their moral character. But yeah, I, I know for me, dumb you know what is always a term of endearment. If you compared that little bit of audio to the audio which we're not gonna play of his comment, you can find it. Anybody that isn't familiar with this can just type in Gregory Salcedo and you'll find more than enough to keep you busy for three or four hours. Anybody that compares his comment to the student, to the way that he's characterizing this comment from the dais, which I actually agree with. I mean, I would agree that there are folks in our culture in America for which the military is a very appropriate path. Oh, it is, but and and maybe these people wouldn't be going to Harvard otherwise, but that's not necessarily a, a, a bad thing. But you look at, you compare the military, you know, in terms of their skill, their accomplishment, their education level. You look at the officer corps and how well educated the officer corps is. What kind of what kind of p- person does it take to to fly a F twenty two or, or to F thirty five or to repair one? Right to maintain one. I mean, we could go through a litany of different jobs in the military, from Navy, Air Force, 
Marines. Uh, you know, we've got a whole Army Corps of Engineers that do nothing but build stuff uh, in, you know, in, in nothing flat in order to, you know, enable the military to do what it's doing in a place where there isn't even a road. And interestingly, if you look at college graduates in terms of what, where they end up, what kind of graduate schools they go on to, those that go on to teach a college are among the lowest of the low of college graduates. And that's what the data shows. And that we could say about apparently about Gregory Salcedo, because as the old adage goes, those that can do those that can't teach. Now, I know there's a lot of great don't don't send us hate mail because I know there's a lot of great teachers out there that love what they do. They get into it, into that profession because they believe in it and they believe in teaching. Um, But that's just an adage. Apparently, Gregory Salcedo lives up to that adage. Right. And another thing here. For every over-the-top example of indoctrination, leftist indoctrination, as Salcedo showed, attacking the military, how many more do we never hear about? And for every over-the-top example like Salcedo, how many less over-the-top examples there are? And you, almost every day you can find examples of this. And there was just a story this week that a high school in San Ramon banned the, set, the, the national anthem, because in the third section of that poem, originally written by Francis Scott Key back in the War of 1812, there's a reference to slave. So therefore, we should need to ban, even though no one ever sings that part of it, we need to ban the entire national anthem. And of course, what's really going on is it's an, it's an excuse for their anti-American indoctrination. And you make a great point going down this rabbit hole about anti-American indoctrination. One of the biggest challenges we have right now is that our university system at large and our now our primary school system has become an indoctrination zone. And you want to talk about Russian collusion? I will bet you dollars to donuts if you go through the liberal arts departments of our universities, you will find individuals there that are in complete and total alignment with the Soviet socialist commissars and the teachings and beliefs of that uh, worldview. Right. So the real, my point is, the real Russian collusion is happening in our college campuses. Well, it it is. And uh, you also pointed out quite correctly that it's not just college, that the indoctrination is starting way back in elementary school. Why wait wait till you get to college? You need to start back then. Bill Ayers, Obama's mentor, friend, supporter, anti-American terrorist. What did he do? After he gave up, after he ended planting bombs, he went on to become a professor of education because he realized he could do far more harm to the country that he hates as a professor of education, training teachers than he ever could planting bombs. And so did his significant other, Bernadine Dorn, also became a professor. And I don't so much fault them for getting into education. I fault the institutions that were far too willing to give these knuckleheads professorships. There's one more very, very important revelation to come out of the Gregory Salcedo uh, matter and I'm we're gonna we're gonna talk about that when we return from a break from our sponsor for this half hour. I don't know what that is. I'll, I'll I will stay tuned. There you go. After this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. 
When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. When we left, Don left us in suspense as he has one more thing to add about the Salcedo case. Look at what that man said and the response from the community. Now, Greg, you've been involved with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I've been involved in Act for America. Our goal of these organizations is to get people off the couch and onto the political playing field. Yep. Gregory Salcedo succeeded in doing what you and I have been unable to do over the past several years, and that is to get hundreds of people off the couch and onto the political playing field. Now, they came out to express their frustration, their anger, and rant at him. But I would submit to you, Greg, that one of the hidden gems of the Gregory Salcedo matter is that people found their way to school board chambers that had never been there, city council chambers that had never been there, and stood up and voiced their opinion about something. And I'll bet you, we talked about the mindset of these teachers, that none of those people understand what's really going on in our education system. But Gregory Salcedo introduced them to the culture war that is unfolding inside our schools, both primary and secondary. That's a great point. And the, the test, however, is not how many people turn out for the one city council meeting. And that's great. And they, I guess the council adopted a resolution uh, asking for this frame to be, to be fired or resign. And that's great. But what happens next? Well, with Gregory do, or with those people? With the people. Do, do right. they follow up? Do they go to the next meeting and the next meeting? No, they won't. But our job, and this is the other point. Our job is to make sure that they get connected with groups that can. We have an event coming up on April 8th, the 5th Annual Unite IE Conservative Conference. It would be a great place for those people to show up as a next step to understanding what the founders meant when they constructed a republic. What we say on this radio show week after week, the most important political office is that of private citizen because most of those people do not understand their role as a citizen in America. It's our job to help, since it wasn't done by the people that were supposed to do it, it's now our job as community activists to introduce them to that opportunity. And you can already get your tickets at am590theanswer.com, the the VIP brunch with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. And we have Travis Allen and Larry Elder. It's going to be a great event. Get your tickets soon. Go to am590.info to get your tickets. We'll be back every week at 4 o'clock for the Unite IE radio show. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. 
951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.